Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me a born and raised atheist all about the Bible. Well, we are recording today on St. Patrick's Day. We are all in our green finest, Yay. and we are excitedly going to embark on a very quick one-hit wonder that is named Joel today. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, wow. I cannot wait for this. what I hope is going to be the satisfaction of starting, finishing, and quizzing a book all in one evening. Yeah. I mean, this is going to happen again, right? This is not the only one-hit wonder that we're going to have today, or like of of our podcast, <laughs> <Today>. rather. <laughs> uh, today it is yes. the, the only one. <laughs> when it comes to the Minor Prophets, Joel is just the first of many one-offs. Uh, okay, many. Wow. We're going to have like, like Obadiah is not only one episode, but also only one chapter. Whoa. So that'll be interesting. Whoa. Goodness. Uh, that is going to be interesting. Jonah is only going to be one episode. Really? Nahum is Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, uh, and Malachi are all single episodes. Wow. And are all of these people coming up soon Yeah, yeah. These will be in the next okay. couple months. And then we've got a few other people like the one after this is Amos is only two episodes. Okay. So everything's going to be real short. Yeah. Wow. We thought Hosea yeah. was short, but we we had no idea. No, we really yeah. didn't. So that we means we didn't know what short was. We kind of got to just cast like shooting from the hip, you know. So I yep. suggested Joel McHale <sighs> could be our uh-huh. the guy that we bring in just because his name is Joel. And yeah. I'm not that big of a fan of Joel McHale, so I'm kind of fine if he's just around for one day and then gone. Bring him as a day player, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, he's like you know he's fine, but we he's don't fine. need to hang out with him super long. Yeah, he's fine. I love it. I think He's that's young. totally fine. Okay, I'm interested to see if there's anyone else that's that's like in this book. Oh, that's like noteworthy. Oh, any mm. other characters, or if it's just Yahweh and Joel, and that's it. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's we'll, we'll find out. That's a great question. Yeah, yeah. Is he going to have any kids that he names terrible names? Is he going to yeah. run into any animals mm-hmm. that that we're going to have to cast? Any animals that speak to him, or that like fight each other, or that get horny for his wife, or something? Who knows in this book? All of those <laughs> have could happened. Be anything. <laughs> You may not even have a wife. Who knows? Yeah. 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 Fascinating. So let me give you just like a little bit of background on Joel since we don't have any other time to to do this. Uh, And basically, I don't really know a lot. I I have not wanted to spoil Joel for myself. I don't really know what his deal is, what he's all about. All that I do know is that of the prophets, he's one of the ones that doesn't mention any kings by name. And so Hmm. historians have actually had a really hard time placing where in time he existed. Basically, the the two common beliefs are either that he was 9th century, which would have put him a few hundred years before, (laughs) like earlier than what we've been reading. Oh, wow. Or that he's in the 4th or 5th century, which would put him 
either around the same time or even a little bit after what we've been reading from the other prophets. Interesting. So it's up for debate. Yeah, I like rocking on in the chat is saying that Joel exists in all times. He's sort of a temporal <laughs> enigma. He could be anywhere. Yeah, he's kind he of could a, be here right now. A timey wimey. It could have been yesterday. Sort of prophet. Yeah. I'm it can does anybody perhaps in the chat or the two of you know when the time of kings existed? Yeah. And where it did it did it end? I mean, was Babylon like the end of kings? The end of the time of kings. Wait, what do you mean? What when they got conquered? Do you mean? Yeah, well, because when when we read Kings, and then we're also going to read Chronicles, which is like a recap of right. Kings, right? Yeah, yeah, it takes place during the same time. Yeah. yeah, like how long was that time, and when did it begin and end? I mean, I know that the ending of it is around about. 600 BCE, I think. Okay. Here, I'm, I'm pulling up a timeline. I'm pulling up a Thank timeline you. so we can, okay. we can find out for sure. Because, yeah, I mean, if this is four or five and all of the prophets that we have had, are they around the end of the time of kings? Right. Okay, so first kings starts around 946 BC. Okay. Right, 946 BCE, right? And that's when we had, um, like, Solomon was still around. Okay. And then we go through, you know, tons of the other kings, right? We got, like, Rehoboam and Abijam and Asa and Jehu and Hananana must around. Yeah. Ahab, you know, Captain Ahab. Like, you know, so many people, right? So many people. Elijah and Elisha are hanging out during this time. All that. And then kings... Let me double check that this is true. No, yeah. Kings keeps on going. Wow, it just keeps going. Okay. Goes till somewhere in the neighborhood of, yes, yeah, 600 BCE-ish. Okay. So the 5th century. Yes. Yes. 5th century BCE. <laughs> I know. Counting backwards. <laughs> it's like backwards, forwards, which is it? Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So... And then Ezekiel yeah. kind of takes us a little bit past that into okay. like some of the... I guess you'd call that early 6th century BCE. So like 580s into the 560s and whatever. And so, yeah, it seems like most of these prophets are somewhere around that time. Wow. Okay. Somewhere. All right. Well, there we go. But there's some like Joel that we don't really know for sure because he doesn't mention any kings. That's true. He is for all times. He's a man for all times. He's a man about town. He is a man for all seasons. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) All right, what are you two drinking today? Uh, Let's see. The two of us, myself and Jace, are drinking the same thing. We're drinking some wine, an altered dimension. A better wine. Oh, wow. Cabernet. That looks... Sauvignon. It's... Like a zebra. Yeah, it's kind of trippy on the bottle. Uh, It is locals from the Columbia Valley, and it's quite nice. Let me tell you, it's nice to be drinking something that doesn't smell like gross to me, like the cider did last week. Dedica really hated that mead. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah, she really did. I took the rest of that bottle and had it with another friend of mine, and we both thought it was totally fine. So this is clearly just... Wow. Yes, it's a me problem. No, it's Just fine. a Dedica problem. There you go. That's all right. No problem. <laughs> but yeah, it's nice. I, I did buy this wine almost 100% because of the bottle design. I mean, to be fair, that's how I buy most wines. What um, kind of wine is it? It's a cab. Oh, okay. Of course. What are you drinking? I, I'm having, I'm continuing on my spicy March. This is a Mercury and retrograde. 
Um, it Whoa. has a Serrano as uh, there it is right there. Serrano chili. Um, it usually is done with raspberry, but I did strawberry today, which resulted in this sort of uh, interesting like orange color. It usually is supposed to be more pink, but it also has some ginger in it, some ginger juice, lime juice, and agave and uh, serrano chili peppers, and then also vodka. Lovely. So it's really good and spicy, but... Um, sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it is really good. I threw some Topo Chico on top to kind of have a nice little gradient. Nice. Highly recommend. I'll post the fun recipe for you all as well. <laughs> I'm ready. It's like, things like this make me want to do our episodes in person so that I can have a sip of Emily's drinks yeah. and kind of see what they're all about. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someday, I don't know. Someday. And we all Someday like, it'll happen. live in our podcast a giant house or something. Yeah, podcast compound. Don't influencers... Oh, yeah, we make like those YouTube house. Yeah, <laughs> all yeah. All those influencers who live together and just like, yeah. Just make content all the time. Exactly. Exactly. Why don't we have that? I, I'm not sure. Yeah, why don't we have that? Yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen someday. Could, if, okay. I mean, if we turn this into an actual religion, then we're tax exempt and then the sky's the limit, baby. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah baby. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Wow. <laughs> Gosh, okay. Well, here we go. It's a new, it's a new book, it's a new day, it's a new music, all these things uh, as we get started with our new best buddy Joel, played by Joel McHale. So keep that in mind as we're as we're going with this. And uh, yeah, I guess let's just let's just jump right into it, eh? Woo! As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, we're ready. It's time for Joel One. The word of Yahweh that came to Joel, the son of Hethuel. Hethuel? Is that what you think that sure. is? Sure, yeah, yeah. Hethuel. Sure, why not? Hethuel. I'll buy it. Hear this, you elders, and listen, all you inhabitants of the land. Has this ever happened in your days or in the days of your fathers? Tell your children about it, and have your children tell their children, and their children another generation. What the swarming locust has left, the great locust has eaten. What the great locust has left, the grasshopper has eaten. What the grasshopper has left, the caterpillar has eaten. Whoa. Wake up, you drunkards, and weep. Okay, hold on. <laughs> He's okay. talking to us. I feel very <laughs> yeah. called out, first and foremost. Second of all, was not expecting this biology lesson of this hierarchy yeah. of different bugs. What did we got? A small locust, a big locust, a grasshopper, a grasshopper and, a and a caterpillar. Yeah. 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 It seems to me he's implying that there maybe was some terrible famine or a pestilence of some kind. Because mm. he's saying like, has this, has anything ever happened like this? Like tell your, your kids and your kids' kids. Hide your wife. I, I don't know if this is... And your kids. Yeah, hide your wife, hide your kids. Hide yeah. your husbands because there's bugs. Mm-hmm. bugs. Terrible bugs. Here. Bugs for days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. All right. Um and so then he's telling us to wake up, us drunk. Yes, wake up you drunkards and weep. Wail all you drinkers of wine. That's the two of you. 
because of the sweet wine, <laughs> for it is cut off from your mouth. Ah, oh, dang it. I know. How sad. taking it away from us. I, for a neat, can I hit you with the message what? real quick? Oh, please, please. Uh, the message he says: "Sober up, you drunks. Get in touch with reality and weep. Your supply of booze is cut off. Wow, you're you're on the wagon, like it or not. Wow, prohibition. So we're just being forced into recovery. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Wow. For a nation has come up on my land, strong and without number." His teeth are the teeth of a lion, and he has the fangs of a lioness. Wait, do they have like two different types of fangs? I don't think so. So in the message, he says teeth like those of a lion and fangs like those of a tiger. Mm, I don't know about that. I do think, okay, this is not the first reference we've had to lionesses being pretty badass. And I do think, Mm. I would like to acknowledge that maybe they were privy to the fact that lionesses do more of the (laughs) <laughs> the lion's share. The hunting. Yes. <laughs> uh, quite hunting yeah. in a pride of lions. Like they do more of the work. And so maybe they're mm. they're more fearful or you should be more fearful of a lioness than an actual lion. Mm. Okay. Yeah. They know. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. He has laid my vine waste and stripped my fig tree. He has stripped its bark <laughs> and thrown it away. Now that's a euphemism if I ever heard It one. definitely is. <laughs> Strip my fig tree. <laughs> He's stripped its bark and thrown it away. Its branches are made white. Mourn like a virgin dressed in sackcloth for the husband of her youth. Okay, so this, wait. The virgin dressed in sackcloth for the husband of her youth. I'm reading this as mourn like a virgin who never got to actually have a husband or who was maybe promised to somebody and they died. Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe like he died right after they got married, like right before they were going to do it. Yeah, I think that's the deal. Yeah, And unfortunately, even though she's still a virgin, she just like was promised enough. So kind of the transitive property of doing, someone thought about doing her, therefore no other man can do her. So, Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. There you go. The meal offering and the drink offering are cut off from Yahweh's house. The priests, Yahweh's ministers, mourn. The field is laid waste. The land mourns for the grain is destroyed. The new wine is dried up and the oil languishes. Be confounded, you farmers. Wail, you vineyard keepers, for the oh, now wheat. We're, now we're calling now out vineyard. the field workers. Yes, yes. Sort of the whole supply chain of wine. He started with us drinkers <laughs> of it. Now he's yeah. going to the creators. <laughs> up yeah. to the top. Now everyone. It's just not going to happen at all. Going to be yelling at the grapes next, the garbage <laughs> grapes. Oh, gosh, that wouldn't surprise me at all, actually. <laughs> Yeah, we know God. Wail, you vineyard keepers, for the wheat and for the barley, for the harvest of the field has perished. The vine is dried up and the fig tree withered, the pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree. Even all the trees of the field are withered, for joy is withered away the sons of men. Mm. Wow. So is that like Wait, I'm sorry. a euphemism? Who is Joel? Do we know anything about Joel at this point other than he's the son of Pethuel? Not a thing. He's the son of Pethuel. That's the most important thing. Okay. That's it. I just, okay. Something I'm trying to think about is the fact that I know some people named Joel. No, lots of people named Joel. My boyfriend's brother is named Joel. Exactly. I'm like, this is your brother's namesake. Yeah, popular biblical name. And so I'm always curious about what do you stand for exactly with your name? What's the background here? So I don't know. We're going to find out. Garbage grapes. Well, so John Michael in the chat mentioned before we started recording, actually, that uh, Joel means 
Yahweh is God. Hmm. So I think it, maybe it's popular just because of its meaning and not because the dude Joel was actually that cool. But hmm. I don't know. That makes sense. Put on sackcloth and mourn, you priests. Wail, you ministers of the altar. Come lie all night in sackcloth, you ministers of my God, for the meal offering and the drink offering are withheld from your God's house. Sanctify a fast. Call a solemn assembly. So we're going to fast here, I guess? Yeah. I'm, hold on. I'm, so I'm confused about... So he's telling now the priests should also cry too. But it seems yeah. that they're now crying because people are not bringing offerings of wine for them to I drink. I don't know. <laughs> sort of a Maybe. weird mix of... They're uh, missing their wine, I guess. Yeah. Well, because if the, if the vineyards are all destroyed yeah. and no one's drinking wine anymore, they're also not going to be offering it. Sure. That's so true. It's really just this whole chapter is about why everyone's going to be so sad because there's no wine to drink. There you go. He wasn't calling out drunkards for being drunk. He was just saying, it's going to suck for you because we're out yeah, of wine. I'm, yeah, because it's all <laughs> the, gone. The locusts and grasshoppers ate it all. That's true. Gosh. Gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land to the house of Yahweh your God and cry to Yahweh, alas, for the day. For the day of Yahweh is at hand and it will come as destruction from the Almighty. Isn't the food cut off before our eyes? Joy and gladness from the house of our God. Meaning joy and gladness is also cut off. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're just bummed out and hungry and so bummed. sober. The worst. <laughs> the seeds rot under their clods. The granaries are laid desolate. The barns are broken down for the grain is withered. How the animals groan. The herds of cattle are perplexed because they have no pasture. Yes, the flocks of sheep are made desolate. Yahweh, I cry to you, for the fire has devoured the pastures of the wilderness, and the flame has burned all the trees of the field. Yes, the animals of the field pant to you, for the water brooks have dried up, and the fire has devoured the pastures of the wilderness." So things are rough. Sounds like a shitty time. Yeah, if we're interpreting this literally, things are rough. Yeah. Could be a metaphor, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound great. That's it. Okay, so if locusts are running the show right now, Mm -hmm. I would think this is a good opportunity to switch to some like insect-based protein for these people. But are locusts unclean, do you think? Um, Or can we eat them at this time? Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good question. If it's not in Deuteronomy, is it fair game? Oh, what if okay, I just, no, okay. Oh, or is it a creepy crawly thing? Uh, well, uh, didn't they say all the creepy crawly things? Yeah, You're right. creepy crawlies were bad, I think. It's, I remembered no. something you didn't. Oh, no, it is clean. <laughs> it is no, clean. No, it's kosher. Oh, it is? Yeah. Yeah. The locust, the cricket, and the grasshopper are kosher and clean. Everything else is unclean. Damn it. Wow. Okay. And I guess can, that's very convenient, right? That they're around a lot? Yeah. Okay. It just makes sense. The one that's around a lot and that sometimes sweeps on through and eats all of our crops. Wow. Right. We can eat those. Okay. Well, that's at least you can eat them in a pinch. I did find a fun note here in the NIV, and that's that the thing about like the big locust and the chomping locust and the small locust, or like whatever the words were, uh, that there are four different Hebrew words here used for locusts and chomping locusts. The footnote here is like, we don't know what the difference is between these four. <laughs> so basically, God, every translation is just making stuff up. Like, I don't know. It's, it's different kinds of locusts, locusts, I guess. Wow. All righty. Gosh, okay, it's me. That's, wow. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Joel, chapter two, the middle chapter of Joel already. Yeah, here we go. Blow you the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of Yahweh comes, for it is close at hand. Colon, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. As the dawn spreading on the mountains, a great and strong people, there has never been the like, neither will there be any more after them, even to the years of many generations. A fire devours before them, and behind them, a flame burns. Is this talking about like back in Exodus? Is this mentioning that, or is this a new flame? I don't know. Before and behind some peoples. I have no idea. The land is as the Garden of Eden before them, hmm. and behind them, a desolate wilderness. Yes, and no one has escaped them. The appearance of them is as the appearance of horses. Hmm. What? And as horsemen, they do run. Hold on. Let's take a moment. Yeah, let's just sit with that. Let's just meditate upon that briefly. Uh That sounds like they're, Mm -hmm. uh, what are the things? The half horse, half man? The centaurs? That that sounds like they're a centaur. A horseman. I do think this is an army of centaurs. I think you're right. Pretty badass. That's really cool. Yeah. What does the message have to say about this? Well, so let's see here. Before it arrives, the country is like the Garden of Eden. When it leaves, it is Death Valley. (laughs) Nothing escapes unscathed. The locust army seems all horses, galloping horses, an army of horses. That didn't help me at all. (laughs) The locust army? Will Arnett is here. Yeah. Yeah. He's back. He's talking about locusts, but this said people. Nothing in the World English Bible said locusts. It was just people. Hmm. Let's keep going. Let's keep rolling with it. Hold on. I want to see if it did say people or... Yeah, great and strong people. Oh, maybe it's a metaphor. Maybe they're metaphorical locusts and they're actually... I think all of this is a metaphor. Okay. Okay. Cool. You know what? It's a prophecy too. So maybe they're kind of morphing and changing shapes and, you know, like it's like a dream. That's true. We know what happens when they're prophesying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like they're on something really intense, mm-hmm. DMT and stuff. Yeah. Okay, so so the centaurs, uh, and as horsemen, they do run. Like the noise of chariots on the tops of the mountains, they do leap. Like the noise of a flame of fire that devours the stubble, as a strong people set in battle array. At their presence, the peoples are in anguish. All faces have grown pale. They run like mighty men. They climb the wall like warriors. They each march in his line and they don't swerve off course. Neither... What are we talking about? (laughs) You sure we're not talking about bugs? This sounds like a really bad ant infestation. Mm, Could be. It it said a people. In this, it said a mighty people. But... A mighty bug people. Mighty bug, also horse people. A bug's horse life. A Bug's Horse Life. That's a good movie. That'll be a little kid's movie that we make on yeah. DBS+. Plus. There you go. There you I go. I think that'll be great. Bug's Horse. <laughs> Amazing. A Bug's Horse's Life. No. Uh, where, where did I leave off here? Eight. Yeah. They each march in his line and don't swerve off course. Neither does one jostle another. They march everyone in his path and they burst through the defenses and don't break ranks. 
they rush on the city, they rush on the wall, they climb up into the houses. It does sound like bugs now. Mm-hmm. They enter at the windows like thieves. The earth quakes before them. The heavens tremble. The sun and the moon are darkened and the stars withdraw their shining. <laughs> I love that. <sighs> stars withdraw their shining. Maybe the stars are like, F this. It's kind of beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it is actually. <laughs> it's kind of beautiful. Quite, quite poetic. I like it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess this, now that I'm picturing it as a big infestation of bugs that may or may not look like horses, I'm very scared. I'm very freaked out. <laughs> That's really horrifying. Like they have like little yeah. little snouts. <laughs> it's not uh-huh. a snout. But, it, but what if they were cute? What if it was like locust-sized horses? Oh, like little mini horses. And they were just like, nah. Yeah, okay. That, that actually would be really adorable. I think the, okay. the thing about bugs that's kind of horrifying is that they are alien-looking. Yeah, like we don't have exoskeletons and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. any of that crap. But if they were miniature, really miniature horses flying through the air, yeah. I would want to Pretty put cute. one in my pocket. Now, opposite, Annalisa in the chat is suggesting, what if it was horse-sized locusts, and that's just too much of a nightmare world? Yeah, well, that's that horrible. is something <sighs> from which I would never ever. <laughs> Want to be a part of and recover. (laughs) Yes. Just put me in a room and like, don't let me out ever. Thank you. No, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, you will not recover from that trauma ever. Oh, no. No, no. Okay. Uh, The stars withdraw their shining. Yahweh thunders his voice before his army, for his forces are very great. For he is strong who obeys his command. For the day of Yahweh is great and very awesome. So freaking cool. Not just awesome, (laughs) very awesome. Very Very awesome. And who can endure it? None of us. Nobody. Yet even now, says Yahweh, turn to me with all your heart and with fasting and with weeping and with mourning. (laughs) Tear your heart and not your garments. Ow. And turn to Yahweh, your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and relents from sending calamity. Bull crap. I think Joel's maybe... <laughs> Bull poop. Joel is maybe... Uh, he just read The Secret, and so he's kind of trying uh, to manifest. Okay, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's nice for him. Who knows? He may turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him. Even- Joel's trying to be like, he, this one time, just this one time... <laughs> he may be a good guy. Maybe. Just this one time. It's possible, folks. It is possible. It is possible, yeah. Uh, and uh, it, it, he may turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him. Even a meal offering and a drink offering to Yahweh, your God. Okay, that was confusing about who's leaving and who's leaving a offering for... Yeah, that was a real switcharound. Yeah, it really, truly was. Let's see. Oh, I see here that um, Eugene has titled this half of the chapter as Change Your Life. Yeah, do it. <laughs> you can do you know. it. Okay. Okay, Eugene. Okay, Eugene. Uh, right, where did we leave off here? Yeah, a drink offering to Yahweh your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sanctify a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the people. Sanctify the assembly. Assemble the elders. Gather the children and those who suck the breasts. Uh, meaning everyone? Okay. I can't remember what Hold those on. things are called. Hold on. I snoozed for two seconds. Got distracted by the chat for two seconds. Can you please read that again? What about sucking breasts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gather the people. Sanctify the assembly. 
assemble the elders, gather the children, and those who suck the breasts. Well, okay, so he... Hold on. Okay, why would you not say infants? Why would you not say babies? You, something creepy is going on if you're, if you're just like, nah, people who suck tits. I think... I think Everybody. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where he just forgot the word, you know? <laughs> He's like, but the, those and the, things the, it could, but it could mean not just infants. It could mean a variety of people. That's what I was going to say. I think it's kind of like yeah. a catch-all category. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> not to say and, that everybody on this earth sucks breasts, but I'm willing to bet a lot of people do. No, but you know, lesbians and yeah. usually straight guys, people who are in heterosexual relationships. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, so it's it's kind of like just a safety yeah. catch-all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 And then he says, "Let the bridegroom go forth from his room, and the bride out of her chamber." Okay. okay. They're in what is okay? We're gathering everybody in. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he's like making a list of everybody, and his list of who everybody is is weird. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. It's like, wait a minute, who did I forget? Um, people who suck on boobs. Um, and, uh, oh, and the bride brides groom. and bridegrooms. Yeah. Okay. Were clearly okay. in separate chambers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And also yeah. maybe locked in them, and we need to let them out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is this finally let them do it? Is that a call to... Maybe. I don't know. No, I think we're assembling everybody. I don't think he likes... We're, we're gathering. What are we people. doing? Are we going... Yeah, what are we... What are we what's going to happen? So he's, We're going after the horse locusts. Oh, maybe, yeah. Well, he said to call a solemn assembly, gather the people. And then he did this whole list of all the types of people. Oh, okay. <laughs> all the types of people that exist. All, every type of person we've just... <laughs> every every kind of person. The six genders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let the priests, the ministers of Yahweh, weep between the porch and the altar. Oh, I like that porches are back. That's yeah, good. that's good. They're always present. And let them say, spare your people, Yahweh, and don't give your heritage to reproach, that the nations should rule over them. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? Uh, or is that why? They should say among the people, where is their God? I don't know which, I don't know how to read it. Why should they say? Why should they say? <laughs> I like how you did that. Good job. Then, Yahweh was jealous for his land. Of course. And had pity on his people. Well, that's a first. Oh. Yeah. Yahweh answered his people. I think he's, okay, hold on. I think if we, if we back up a little bit, and the reason why this is kind of hard to, to follow and weird is because I think this is Joel... There's a lot of reasons. This is Joel McHale recounting his prophetic dream that he had. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, now that I'm picturing Joel McHale saying it's slipping it, away, slipping away, slipping away. He just woke up. You know, and he's like, he's like, yeah. yeah, yeah he bring, just woke up. He's still like kind of stinky and... Trying to write it. And trying to write it down. disheveled. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's, he's doing... He's like a, it's like a stand-up routine, but but he's sincere about it, right? And he's like, you know, gather everyone, all the 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 children and the 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 ones that uh, suck on the breasts, you know, whatever those are. He's kind of <laughs> doing a whole thing. Or maybe he's an alien from a, like a non-mammalian species. Oh, that's good. That, Non-mammalian species. Yeah, that doesn't do the whole breast milk thing. So he's a he's an alien locust boy? Oh, maybe he's on the locust side. Oh yeah, okay. Are you saying Joel McHale is an alien locust boy? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and so he doesn't understand the whole concept of like live birth 
and breast milk. And so that's why he has to be clarifying. Like, and, like the children also, I don't know, those weird little grubs that like suck on breasts. Right, exactly. Yeah. You mean yeah. most humans. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. He's an alien. Mammal, mammalia, as you said. Right, he's an alien, yeah. He's yeah. an alien, not a mammalia. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then Yahweh had pity on his people. And like he says this in the past tense also. Which makes me think, that's why I think it's like a dream. He kind of saw this happen. Mm-hmm. Yahweh answered his people, Behold, I will send you grain, new wine, and oil, and you will be satisfied with them, and I will no more make you a reproach among the nations. But I will remove the northern army far away from you hmm. and will drive it into a barren and desolate land. Huh. It's, it's front into the eastern sea and it's back into the Western Sea. And its stench will come up and its bad smell will rise. (laughs) Hold on. Okay, the army? Is this an army of people or is this an army of locusts? Oh, yeah, you're right. going to send away? I went back to assuming people, but I shouldn't assume that because... But it's going to smell bad. It could be anyone or anything. Horse locust people. Does anyone know what locusts smell like? That seems very important of if in (laughs) 50 years' time we're going to have to move to insect-based protein for the world. (sighs) The way it smells is going to affect how much we want to eat it or not. Yeah, yeah. If anyone has any insight about locust smell, let me know. Right. I know cicadas did not have the greatest smell. I don't know. They just were scary. Have I told you that story? Did you actually smell them? Did you get all up and smell them? <laughs> no, okay. Is an so image my, of Emily getting down on the ground and like sniffing a dead cicada? No, no, no. My mother and I were driving to Michigan from Ohio so that I, it, it one year in cicada, it was a year that cicadas arrived. Yeah, yeah. And they were freaking everywhere. And it reminds me of perhaps what a locust infestation would be like. It's like they get in your clothes, they they land on you and stay, and so you get into your car and then they're in the car with you. Ugh. It's horrifying. Yeah. Also hilarious. See, yeah. <laughs> for me, okay, so both Jason and I have done like a lot of trips to Japan and there's cicadas all over Japan, especially in the summertime. But Japanese cicadas, I don't think I've ever smelled them and they're not necessarily as like plague-like, like, you know, cicadas in the Midwest are. Japanese cicadas are mostly, like, freaking loud in your yeah, ears. super Like, loud. you walk outside in the summertime, and it, and, and it's like, I, I, I don't even want to do a reproduction of the sound because I will blow out this microphone and everyone will hate me. Like, <laughs> just so yeah. loud. Like, you can't even have a conversation. <laughs> they sound like little, like, whining babies. Yeah. Yeah, totally. no, they're, I, that's interesting. That's a Japanese cicada. Yeah, like, Japanese cicada. Ohio slash Michigan cicadas just sound like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they're really high pitched and oh, horrifying. Oh, no, Japan is, oi, 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 oi. My mom yeah. is pointing out in the chat that they just smell like gas station because that's where I remember us like having a, a really scary <laughs> encounter with them. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, when they when they clung to our clothes and and got into Ugh. our car, it was horrible. Awful! Oh my god, it was awful. Okay, what were we it even was... talking about? Breast? Okay, sorry. Sucking breasts. infants, locust army. Oh, smelling bad. It's gonna smell bad. Yes. Yeah. Right. So so he's gonna drive the the <laughs> army away from you, potentially an army of horse locusts, up into the north, 
And the front of it's going to go into the Eastern Sea and the back into the Western Sea. And its stench will come up and its bad smell will rise. End quote from Yahweh. Great. Surely he has done great things. Land, don't be afraid. Be glad and rejoice, for Yahweh has done great things. It smell, I know it smells bad. Just trust me. It's good. <laughs> don't be afraid. It's great. This is great. <laughs> don't be afraid, you animals of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness sprung up. For the tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. That's nice. Uh, okay, now there's a quote. I don't know who's saying this quote. Okay. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in Yahweh your God, for he gives you the former rain in just measure, and he causes the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain, as before. <laughs> what, what does that even mean? <laughs> What's the what, former rain and the latter and what's, rain? And what's as before? Like, did this happen before? Can I? Okay, I. I can we back up? I want to know what the message says, especially about smelly things. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. 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 My prediction. Okay. My prediction. He's going to use the phrase "stink to high heaven." Wow, Dedeker. <gasps> did I get it? You were so close. I think you would win oh, some prize so money for that. But that was <gasps> uh, okay. So here's here's the message's version of this. I won't expose you any longer to contempt among the pagans. Oh, apparently he's shifted to pagans now instead of locusts. I'll head off the final enemy coming out of the north and dump them in a wasteland. (laughs) Half of them will end up in the Dead Sea, the other half in the Mediterranean. Oh, There they'll rot a stench to high heaven. Ah, so close. As Tedeker predicted. (laughs) The bigger the enemy, the stronger the stench. (laughs) He just made that one up. That's not even translating anything. That's oh my gosh. Just... Yeah. And that's it. That's what he said about it. Oh, oh boy. All okay. Right, cool. Now I'm, I'm, so I'm looking here later about the former showers and the later showers. So Eugene just ignores it entirely. Okay, good. Good, Eugene. He's yeah, like, I don't know what that means. I'm going to yeah, keep... Yeah, John Michael in the chat saying that it says that Israel tends to have two wet seasons. So it could be like a, a double rainy season. Like spring and summer? Yeah, okay. So the, the NIV says the autumn and the spring rains. Okay, so yeah, yeah, it seems like there might be like two rainy seasons. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so the former rain and the latter rain as before. Okay. The threshing floors will be full of wheat and the vats will overflow with new wine and oil. How lovely. This is, sounds great. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. The great locust, the grasshopper, and the caterpillar. My great army, which I sent among you. Oh, he's taking ownership now. Yeah. It's his great army. I, I kind of got that vibe before, but I'm glad he's confirmed His it great army of loci? Of loci, grasshopper, caterpillar <laughs> and what was the fourth one? I uh, mini no, loci. Mini loci, big loci. So it's it's the swarming loci, the great loci, yeah, the grasshopper and the caterpillar, my great <laughs> army, which I sent among you. Caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> you will have plenty to cool. eat and be satisfied, and will praise the name of Yahweh your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. Has he? And my people will never again be disappointed. You will know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am Yahweh, your God, and there is no one else. My people will never again be disappointed. There it is. 
It will happen afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Ooh. Your young men will see visions. And also on the servants and on the handmaids in those days, I will pour out my spirit. I will show wonders in the heaven and in the earth, blood, fire, and pillars of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of Yahweh comes. Whoa. I mean, all of that sounds like some, you know, eclipses, maybe Mm -hmm. some kind of harvest moon. Yeah, it does. Cosmological phenomenon. That's cool, though. We do love those, yeah. Yeah. It will happen that whoever will call on the name of Yahweh will be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there will be those who escape, as Yahweh has said, and among the remnant, those whom Yahweh calls. Whoa, okay, wow. That was a lot. That was a lot. So many animals. Yeah, that was a lot. A whole army of little... Like caterpies. In our quiz, we're gonna have to remember all of those people. <laughs> remember oh, great. Oh shoot. I was I was not yeah. even oh dang it, you're right. <laughs> you were reading it and not even paying attention. Okay, well Okay. Let's try to let's try to do better. I will try I didn't pay attention either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's one it's one book. How can we I, not be paying I know, attention? I know, I know, because there's a lot going on. All right. So we're, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show if it's something that you enjoy and you love getting this great readings and our really <laughs> accurate Latin plurals, uh, you know, all those things. Uh, maybe they were Greek plurals. I have no idea. I don't know. In any case, if this is a show that you like, the best thing that you can do is to spread the word Tell your friends, post about it on social media, get some more people hanging out, listening to the show, and come check out the live shows. We have a lot of fun here. You get to distract Emily in the chat and (laughs) and cause all sorts of ruckus here in the live shows. If you go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live, you can watch that there, or you can go to twitch.tv slash drunkbiblestudy and join in the chat and all of that. We would love to have you here. Also, if this show means something to you and you'd like to give back to it, Patreon is the way to do that. At patreon.com slash study. That's where you can uh, give your contribution to the show. And as a thank you, we have things like early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, uh, pictures and recipes for all of Emily's amazing drinks so that you can try them for yourself. I just put a ton up today. Nice. FYI. Ah, yeah. And our undying gratitude. Thank you so much. And we are back. And it is time for the last (laughs) chapter of... What is this book? Joel. Joel. Right. That was quick. (laughs) Okay. That was quick. All right. Here we go. For behold, in those days and in that time, when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, I will gather all nations and will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat, and I will execute judgment on them there for my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations. Mm. They have divided my land and have cast lots for my people and have given a boy for a prostitute and sold a girl for wine that they may drink. What? I know. What in the world is happening? I would trade a boy for a prostitute and a girl for a drink? Is that it? For wine that they may drink. 
Yes. For wine. Okay. Yes. 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 And what are you to me, Tyre and Sidon and all the regions of Philistia? Will you repay me? And if you repay me, I will swiftly and speedily return your repayment on your own head because you have taken my silver and my gold and have carried my finest treasures into your temples and have sold the children of Judah and the children of Jerusalem to the sons of the Greeks. You <laughs> son of Hang a on. Greek. You son of a Greek. I just I just saw here that Eugene was getting real cheeky at one point here. And he said, are you trying to get back at me for something I did to you? If you are, forget <laughs> it. I'll see to it that it boomerangs on you. Whoa. <laughs> just love that he... What does that even mean? I'm rubber and you're glue. That's what he means. Uh-huh. Exactly. Okay. Got it. Uh, and have sold the children of Judah and the children of Jerusalem to the sons of the Greeks, that you may remove them far from their border. Behold, I will stir them up out of the place where you have sold them and will return your repayment on your own head. And I will sell your sons and your daughters into the hands of the children of Judah, and they will sell them to the men of Sheba, to a faraway nation, for Yahweh has spoken it. So this is this is almost a little bit refreshing in Yahweh kind of attacking the people who are actually oppressing mm. his people instead of making it all about how they've messed up and have deserved all of this. I mean, th- we've seen this theme come up in most of the prophets where there's been a section at least about like, and you're going to get all your comeuppance, you other people, because I'm going to yeah. destroy you and whatever. But this one, he is sort of being more, I don't know, colorful, metaphorical about it. Sure. Something like that, hopefully. Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare war. Stir up mm. the mighty men. Mm. Let all the warriors draw near. Let them come up. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. It's the opposite. Yeah, it's the th- it's that's the, we we interesting. This just came back to me when we came across that line about beating swords into plowshares way back when. Yeah, in Isaiah. When, in Isaiah. Oh. Mm-hmm. When we talked about it in the bonus and we looked it up, there was a mention of Joel oh. about doing the opposite. The opposite. And so this is potentially, I guess, a reference to it's like J.K. That. Yeah. Yeah. Opposite time. Change, change them back. Change them back into weapons quick. Interesting. Let the weak say, I am strong. Hurry and come, all you surrounding nations, and gather yourselves together. Cause your mighty ones to come down there, Yahweh. Let the nations arouse themselves and come up. Oh, my. Wow. <laughs> and, and come up. Okay. And come up to the Valley of Jehoshaphat. For there will I sit to judge all the surrounding nations. Put in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come, tread, for the winepress is full. The vats overflow, for their wickedness is great. I see, so we're harvesting wickedness. Hmm. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was real wine. It's just metaphorical wicked wine. I mean... Dang it. Most of this is metaphorical, I think. (laughs) Multitudes in the valley of decision, for the day of Yahweh is near (laughs) in the valley of decision. The sun and the moon are darkened and the suns withdraw their shining. We got a drink for repetition. They yeah. love that. They thing. love that. Yeah, Joel was like, that was a good line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really good. Yahweh will roar from Zion and thunder from Jerusalem and the heavens and the earth will shake. But Yahweh will be a refuge to his people and a stronghold to the children of Israel. So you will know that I am Yahweh, your God, dwelling in Zion, my holy mountain then Jerusalem will be holy and no strangers will pass through her anymore. It will happen in that day that the mountains will drop down sweet wine, 
The hills will flow with milk. All the bricks of Judah will flow with waters, and a fountain will come forth from the house of Yahweh and will water the valley of Shittim. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Didn't see that coming. Amazing, no. I do remember having a lot of chuckles in Sunday school. Really? About Shittim, because the teachers would let us say that. We'd be like, Shittim. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just, so speaking of... Uh, someone really loving a line that they came up with, Eugene, does that all the time. Um, And he tends to do it where if he had some... Well, one is there's some phrases he goes back to a lot. But in addition, if he finds a line that just really tickles him, he seems to give a title to that section. And so let me read you those last couple verses here. What a day! Wine streaming off the mountains. Milk rivering out of the hills. Water flowing everywhere in Judah. And uh, he titled this section, Milk Rivering Out of the Hills. So he's oh, like, like so we got it. That's clever. Thank you. Good job. Good job, <laughs> Eugene. He's like, yeah, that one deserves a title. Yeah, I got to put that one in there. That's fun. Egypt will be a desolation and Edom will be a desolate wilderness mm. for the violence done to the children of Judah because they have shed innocent blood in their land. But Judah will be inhabited forever in Jerusalem from generation to generation. I will cleanse their blood that I have not cleansed, for Yahweh dwells in Zion. The end. Wow. That's the end of the book of Joel. I didn't learn one freaking thing about this man, Joel. (laughs) We know nothing about his character. We know nothing about his family except for this one person that he's related to. That's it. But you know, it's really more about the message rather than the messenger at the end of the Mm. day. I guess it is. It shouldn't even be called the Book of Joel. It should be called the Book of Yahweh Feet Joel. (laughs) (laughs) The Book of Yahweh's Army of Locusts. As told by this dude, Joel. The Book of Locusts is actually As told to Joel. Yeah, Yeah, Book of Locusts sounds like something that would show up in a fantasy novel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) Well, I love that. That was great. It was quick and dirty. And like short and sweet. Locust. And it was interesting. We had we had horse locust people armies. So, you know? Emily, what are you going to tell your partner's brother about his name? What are you going to say? I'll be like, he was a prophet. <laughs> okay, good. Good. <laughs> and that's about it. And he said roughly the same thing about you know, what all the other prophets say, just in a slightly different way. There's a lot of emphasis on locusts, though, more so yeah. than any other Yeah, book. there were, that's true. He said the locusts are coming. And he's not wrong. They they are coming. So they have come and will probably come again. Sadly. Okay. Exactly. Here we are. All right. Well, we have a couple psalms to get through. And then... We're going to do a quiz. A quiz. Yes. Yeah. Very quick quiz. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. Okay, a psalm, 92. A song for the Sabbath day. It is a good thing to give thanks to Yahweh, to sing praises to your name, Most High, to proclaim your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night with the ten-stringed lute, with the harp, and with the melody of the lyre. 
For you, Yahweh, have made me glad through your work. I will triumph in the works of your hands. How great are your works, Yahweh! Your thoughts are very deep. A senseless man doesn't know. Neither does a fool understand this. Though the wicked spring up as the grass, and the evildoers flourish, they will be destroyed forever. But you, Yahweh, are on a high forevermore. For behold, your enemies, Yahweh, for behold, your enemies shall perish, and all the evildoers will be scattered. But you have exalted my horn like that of the wild ox. My, my horn. My horn. Oh boy. Mm, exalted my horn. I like that. Yeah. I don't I don't know who this person is who's saying this, but he is apparently horned. I am anointed with fresh oil. My eye has also seen my enemies. He's a one-eyed horned person thing. It's a one-eyed, one-horned, oiled purple people eater. Yeah, I think, I think I've heard there that one go. before. My eye has also seen my enemies. My ear have heard the, of the wicked enemies who rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. Oh. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in Yahweh's house. They will flourish in our God's courts. They will still produce fruit in old age. They will be full of sap and green to show that Yahweh is upright. He is my rock. There is no unrighteousness, unrighteous, unrighteousness <laughs> in him. You said it. Unrighteousness good job. in him. I like unrighteousness. That's good. <laughs> I was like, that's not it. Wow. That's it. I don't know who said that. If it was David, I would get it. But David doesn't have a horn in one eye. Not that you know that of. That I know of. Yeah. It's true. Maybe we've been picturing David all wrong. <laughs> or this could be a, all a euphemism about a one-eyed horn. Oh, shoot. Wait, the right. horn has one eye? Yes, Emily. Think about it. Emily. Like at the top? Like at the tip? Emily. Emily. Yes, Emily. Oh! <laughs> It's okay. David's one-eyed horn. Yeah. <laughs> I love how okay. people in the chat are like, oh my God, it's Jesus. Of course it is. Oh boy. Of course it is. Okay. And okay. now for an incredibly short Psalm. Psalm oh, 93. Good. Oh, okay. Cool. Yahweh reigns. He is clothed with majesty. Yahweh is armed with strength. The world <laughs> also is established. It can't be moved. Your throne is established from long ago. You are from everlasting. Your floods have lifted up, Yahweh. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves above the voices of many waters, the mighty breakers of the sea. Yahweh on high is mighty. Your statues stand firm. Holiness adorns your house. Yahweh forevermore. Hashtag Yahweh forever. Yes. More. Hashtag one-eyed horn. Woo! <laughs> one-eyed horn. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So like, <laughs> the yeah. eye is at the end of the horn, I'm assuming? In our head canon, yes. Yeah. Of course. 
Where else would it be? I guess. I don't know. It's like a googly eye on there, maybe. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Emily has a googly on. icon on the side of the horn somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's cute. Yeah. That's When we do this as like a, uh, a show for kids, <laughs> like a, we'll do it Yeah, that like a sure. sock puppet yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Sock horn with a googly. <laughs> okay. It's time to bring this home. <laughs> okay. I hope you all enjoyed Joel as much as we did. Um, what's next? Amos. What are we doing? Famous Amos. Amos. Wow, Amos. Okay. Thank you all for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of The, The, The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Amen.